comedian Alex Woody. Hey, last name matches what I look like, right? Thank God my last name matches me. I would hate for my last name to be like a tree and I'm short. Embarrassing. But Woody, look like a hard penis. Well, I look like a plump penis, but pretty much the same thing. Guys, Happy to be here. It's episode, I gotta look at the phone. It's episode 223, and we're going fully gross this episode. Hang on to your bootstraps, Grandma, because I got some news articles that are gonna rock your wig, okay? It might fly off, all right? Um, I am pumped to be here. I always have to throw it um, in here. I shaved. Yeah, I look more like a flaccid penis. Um, hey mom, send me money. Send me more money. <laughs> yeah, rent's coming up. <laughs> Millennial. <laughs> Always getting that money. <laughs> I will never stop getting that money. Because I like to check off the mama's bank account. It feels good getting that sushi meal. Oh, it feels so good. Give me that coffee. Give me that Starbucks. Ooh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How much you need for gas? Hundred. Hundred? Oh, you know, gas prices is getting steep. I, <laughs> I love it. You always got to have uh, someone in your life that gives you money or gift cards. That's what being a millennial is all about. <laughs> you guys are like, I hate this guy. I want to kill him. That's everyone that I know. <laughs> By the way, wearing a shirt my mom got me. You know, that's that's definitely a shirt that like grandma or mom buys you right there. Hey, look, a menu. Alaska. You know what I mean? It's uh, that's not something you're buying yourself. Right. That's a gift from an aunt, a grandma. And you're wearing it when you see them. I always wear this in front of my mom. Oh, I forgot I got you that shirt. No, you didn't. You're just pumped. I'm wearing it. You know, it makes your mom's day. When you do something or wear something they've given you, do something, for example, you do some advice that they gave you. Oh, my God, you I told you to do that. <laughs> oh, it makes their day. Let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. These are things you need to do to keep the paycheck coming in. <laughs> you know what I mean, hey, fake it till you make it. My mom told me that. Uh, never told me not to use it on you. <laughs> um. I uh, I hate that we have great technology, but we still run out of battery. <laughs> Phone's almost dead. Fitbit's dead. Because uh, I, I can't count my steps. Sorry, wife. You know, um, I uh, I I uh, I charger. Fucking what's it called? iPad. iPad dead. Um, we got the technology. Where is the unlimited battery? That's what I don't get. How do we not have an unlimited battery? I bet you we do in these again butt dorks over there in Google won't give up the technology. And I'm like, give me the technology guy. And if you storm in and ask for the technology, there's police, people are upset, you're on the news. You can't demand. I wish you could, you know, but and people have tried, I think, <laughs> you know, but you can't. Um 
horrible with the technology. I guess we'll get there one day, right? You know all the employees have great technology they don't want to share. I don't blame them. Whatever. Let me in your circle. Let me in your circle. Um, Ukraine, Russia. I hate when people bring it up, too. You're, like, trying not to hear about it. You feel bad. You know, you see the pictures, right? And then you run in a friend. Hey, do you hear about the war? No, I don't. I don't have any devices that I turn on in the morning. You know what I mean? I got a Twitter um, notification. Like, oh, finally, someone other than my grandma likes one of my tweets. No, it's just an indicate. Hey, Russia's killing kids in Ukraine. Oh, thanks, really. Thanks for brightening up my day, Twitter. Really needed to get the details of the killings, you know? Um, I just, you know, and then I had a comedian friend go, hey, I think I'm working in my set. I'm like, you kidding me? Let's talk about something else. You know what I mean? I think people want to hear about freckles and booty calls. You know, I don't think they want to hear about Ukraine and booty blasts, you know? But uh, this whole war has made me realize that uh, I need to get in shape. If someone invaded the U.S., I couldn't stand with the men. I couldn't hand with, you know what I mean? I had to go off with the women and children. People would make fun of me. I am so out of shape. I can't even do a pull-up. If a helicopter comes in and says, you, you got to hang on and pull yourself up, I'd have to go like this. Hi. You know what I mean? And you see me fall into the zombies. I... I, this podcast should be called Up Against the Wall, too, by the way. This is my man corner. This is what happens when you live with a family in an apartment and you want a man cave. No, 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 no. We live in an apartment, dumb shit. My wife said that to me. I was hot. I was like, I want a man cave. She's like, what are you? So we compromised and I got a man corner. I got the cool lamp, hey, a lamp. And uh, I got some lighting, right? And we got the beer. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks, you, Sierra Nevada. For the future beer you're going to send me. <laughs> By the way, I kind of like not having the beard. I know I look fatter and I look like the kingpin villain from Daredevil. Like his son that failed college. But uh, I like it. I, I, I have more... You know, you have the beard, you can't see the face. And then I can go on stage and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God Louis Anderson isn't dead. You know, I can I can do more face stuff. And um, that's pretty cool. By the way, this this podcast, don't tell the wife, okay? This podcast, also brought to you by Vape. <laughs> that can't be covered. <laughs> healthy. I stay healthy. Oh my God, living the life, living the life. You know, not everyone can do that. Some people uh, don't have the the vape and the beer, you know, they're they're chewing on leaves because they don't have stores and shit. So you got to be grateful, right, guy? I'm already sounding like my mom. (laughs) She's going to hear the podcast. Uh, Other than you swore too much and you said come a lot, I'm worried about you. Um, That was cool, you said to be grateful. You're, you're learning. <laughs> you had your parents say that. Yeah, they know. Oh, God. Can we just, can you just buy me dinner? <laughs> Mask mandate, I think I talked about on the last podcast, but it's over. 
And it's been a couple of weeks, and I'm like, okay, it's staying around because you don't know what these politicians, they take a little money from this guy. Oh, yeah, cancel the mask mandate. And then they take a little money from this guy. No, no, put it back on. It's, it's back. You know what I mean? So you never know what these politicians, but it is over. And let me tell you, I am excited to hear from a friend that lives out of the state to go, yeah, we've our mask mandate's been over for two years. That's what you get for living in California. Get to hear one of those guys. So that'll be fun. Uh, mandate um, is over, which means my investment in masks for cats is officially. I had to call my guy and say, you know, I take the money out of that fund. I don't think the felines are going to be wearing masks anymore. Scratch that. Um, what do you call a white guy at a barbecue? The police. <laughs> yeah, you feel like that. I was at a barbecue, black barbecue over the weekend, and I was the only white guy there. And, you know, you, you're walking by, and, and people don't know if they trust you, especially looking like this. Now, if I had long hair, right, and had the hipster clothes and stuff, I'd be cool. But I had my shirt tucked in, right? I didn't have the chain on. I should have bought the chain. I had the shirt tucked in and white Nikes. That's a sign up. Oh, this guy might be a cop. White Nikes, a polo shirt, you know, the bald head, right? And I'm, I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm like, you know, and yeah, people, I don't know, I, who is this guy, you know? And eventually people came around. And I've had this issue uh, my whole life, basically since I started going bald. Uh, I used to try to buy drugs in San Francisco, and I swear a couple of times I'd go up, I thought I almost got murdered. The guy would be like, you a fucking cop? Hey, let me see your fucking shirt. And they see this, it'd be like hard, hard, that's dope. You know, I, I had people that would trip out on me because, you know, most of the time people look cool. They got a scarf around their head. They got a Marilyn Manson t-shirt. Those are the guys doing drugs, but believe it or not, there's... People like me that are out there doing it. <laughs> hey, Grandpa, you know? And uh, people would just bug out on me, you know? I, I tried to find dealers that were sober because they would actually get, oh, yeah, live in the suburbs, they get why you come out here, you know what I mean? And uh, I also had this issue looking like a cop with the, uh, the comedy scene here in the Bay Area. There was a couple people uh, swear on my uh, grandpa's uh, penis. There was a couple people that legitimately thought I was trying to infiltrate the comedy scene. Like they thought I was undercover, like cop, like FBI. One guy was like, you FBI. And I did that stupid hack joke. Yeah. Female body inspector. And the guy's like, liar, you're married. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm, I should be called, uh, B M C W I L my monthly, Female, I don't remember the letters. I didn't graduate second grade. You know, I um, I had to like shake people and say, "Hey, I'm not a cop. You know, like, you know, put me on your show. Like, I'm, I swear, I'm, I'm not trying to. I didn't had to, like do this, drink this, do this. Okay, all right, never again though. No, no, no I'm, I'm done with that. But I, I get out to do it for the process. You know what I mean? I had to convince people. Uh, one guy thought I was a cop until I went off on stage <laughs> and I just went off on someone. They're like, okay, yeah, this guy's mentally, uh, unwind. They wouldn't want this guy on the force. He would be killing everyone. I don't like kill white people. Um, 
And I have no problem killing a crazy white person either. I, uh, there was one guy of, if I would have had a weapon, oh my God, I was making a delivery. I talked about it on like one of the early episodes of Midnight in the Bay. I don't even think it's out there anymore because they took down some of my episodes because some of the early ones I was playing music. I was like, what, what's, my friend goes, yeah, have you ever heard of copyright? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And my dad mentioned that. But uh, I talked about on this episode, I got taken down that this crazy guy came running up to my car window. I'm making a DoorDash. It was the last time I DoorDashed. You know what I mean? And I'm making a DoorDash. And this guy comes up my window. I thought I was, because I was like you turning on his property. And he's just banging on the window. And he looked like a zombie. But I think this guy was on meth. Where I was kind of in a trailer park meth area. And uh, I just, if I went out of color, you know what I mean? Can you do that? If you're getting attacked, can you just... I think you can, you know, but then you probably got to deal with a lot, right? Texas, they do that. See, people don't do that in some states because you just got a rash right here. What the fuck is that from? <laughs> Fake gold. But um, yeah, people don't fuck with other people, I feel like, in other states because they got guns. Or maybe they do because they have a gun. I don't know. I, I feel like it go either way. I feel like the Republicans say, hey, well, no one messes with you because you got a gun, you know? And then... The other side, they're like, well, the people that mess with you have guns, too. <laughs> you know, it's that's why I don't get in politics. It's because sometimes you'll get in politics. You're like, oh, this is you'll be proud of yourself. I I read, <laughs> you know, you're telling yourself, wow, dude, you read actually. Holy shit. And you like you think you have knowledge on a subject and then you go see a friend and you're like, yeah, I'm going to bust this out. Just kind of, you know talk about some other than titties and paintballing and they are horrified from what you're saying. You didn't realize you were reading, you know, <laughs> Nazi.com, right? You're not realizing you're reading crazy writers that you don't know about and they're horrified and they give you a lesson and it's not fun and they're screaming at you, you know, so you got to be careful. Some people take this shit way too serious. Did you read the report? I'm like, oh my God, okay. Cool it, you know, like I get it. Can we just finish eating the macaroni and cheese? But um, none of that at the barbecue I was at. Let me tell you, once people realized I wasn't a cop and I like to have fun, and um, yeah, I like black women too, you know. Once you tell them that, you're like, you say, Oh, I love BBWs. Oh, they love that. They're like, Ah, you're dumb, you're stupid. When people, when black people say, You're stupid, it's how you say stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, when. Black friends of mine, well, associates with the comedy. I don't think they call me friends, but um, they say, oh, you're stupid when you do a joke. It's so much nicer than when, like, your wife, you say a joke like, hey, uh, so you're tampon, man, you know, you're pussy. You're stupid, right? You know what I mean? It's, it's way different. And, like, when a black person says you're stupid, that means they actually like your joke. Like your wife or someone white and angry says uh, you're stupid. It's like, you know, horrible joke. You need to jump off a bridge. Is that a rash on my neck or is that just the lighting? That looks like a fucking rash. Where is that from? The chain's not even touching it. Ah, you know, you hit this, you hit the vape a little bit and then you stare at your neck. And it could just be a mark just from, you know, sweating. I've, I've been working out. Call me the night jogger guy. They're going to make a Netflix special about me, not for killing people, but for saving people. I'm out there. I'm out there on the trails. 
You want to commit crimes in my town? I don't think so, guy. Watch out. I'm coming for you. Night Jogger. Netflix. December 24th. Tell the kids to get a babysitter. Because they're not going to want to see this jog. Right? Pretty cool. By the way, movie idea. And if you guys take it, uh, this is recorded. I'm going to come find you. Movie idea. From the creators of Jason Bourne comes this summer. Jason Bong. Yeah, he's forgotten his identity, but for other reasons. <laughs> the guy's just like, who am I? Who am I? I don't remember. And then, like, you just hear the mom, like, you should have smoked the indie guy and the sativa. <laughs> um, just another movie idea. Oh, hi, Rash. When am I dying? Um, <laughs> cool. My mom just texted me. She's like, sending the money now. Okay, great. Do you ever talk about a problem? And say it's someone else's problem. Like, yeah, yeah, I know this guy, you know. Another guy, he loves his wife, but, uh, you know, what if he thinks this chick's hot? <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever do that with your friends? So stupid. You just tell people how you feel about something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know anyone? Uh, well, I know this one guy, he, like, he picks his nose in the car and bites his fingernails. We all do that, guy. We all do that. Oh, my God. You pick your nose and bite your fingernails. You do it in the bathroom and in the car. Everyone knows that. But sometimes you forget that people don't always follow that rule and you'll be in there. Oh, that's fucking gross. <laughs> Stop eating a monster. And like this one time, the... And this one lady's just looking at me like, oh my God, she's, you know, I mean, she thinks of like Damien forming into like a creature. I'm just like, no, I'm nervous because of life. You know, I'm stressed because of life. Also, I pound coffee. <laughs> I like to get all the poo out. You know, let me drink coffee and flush everything out, get it all out. Because you feel light, and then you get bloated in the lunch. You know, it's a fucking never-ending cycle. But I like starting the day off feeling light. And so you'll blast that coffee and then get in the car, and you're like, I might bite my fingernails because you just had three or four cups of Cuban Colombian dark roast. You know what I mean? So, um, and my wife, you know, she's from down, down under, a.k.a. Mexico. And they make their coffee so strong. I mean, she makes it where I got to add water. I was having, like, heart palpitations. I thought I was like, am I taking drugs? But I know, I know I'm drinking at night, but what am I, what's going on here, you know? I couldn't figure it out. And then I was getting, like, heartburn and fucking digestive problems. And she's fine. She's And then I started realizing it's the fucking, I started adding water. I'm like, it's the fucking coffee. This coffee's crazy. So, uh, you know. Be careful if you sleep over at a Latina chick's house and be careful with the coffee because it's going to be strong. Add that water. That Vietnamese coffee is fucking strong too, but that's like 
diabetes in the cup. They had like 30 packets of sugar. Have you ever had a Vietnamese coffee? One time, my, you know, my family likes to drink and at dinner time, you know, who doesn't fuck it? Live life. Uh, my wife's family doesn't. Uh, <laughs> don't bring up drinking in front of them. <laughs> I just love that. Um, my family likes to drink. We go to the Vietnamese restaurant. No alcohol. My mom's like, and we already ordered. My mom's like, pissed. No booze. So we get the Vietnamese coffee. And by before dinner's ending, I'm shitting my brains out. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. You like the coffee? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> by the way, you got a mess in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate going to the bathroom in public places too because you always feel rushed, right? And it's like. Sometimes you go to foreign place. It's not even just foreign restaurants. It's all food. Fucks my stomach up. And you go in the bathroom. You're sitting there. One stall. One urinal. You know, you shouldn't have the Vietnamese coffee. And you're just, you know. And it's worse when someone's waiting. You just see their feet. You're like, dude, go fucking leave. <laughs> you know? Uh, I had one guy wait. I had one guy wait. I'm like, this guy's a soldier. I was... It was horrible. It was like... A, saw four in the bathroom okay and the smells were you think chernobyl is bad you know what i mean this is if someone whiffed too much i was surprised this guy didn't turn into a zombie i mean this is i i came out the guy's <laughs> my turn and this guy must have covid or something because this guy's waiting throughout my whole thing like this guy's a this guy should be in the circus this is fucking crazy um i got uh kicked out of a grocery store yesterday. Yeah, not my fault. I didn't know how to pronounce cumin. Doesn't help to look like this, too. Going up to, uh, you know, the cashier and saying, hey, coming? Who's coming? <laughs> Feels, uh... It does feel great, though, being inside um, without the mask, you know. Uh, eh. I was in the store the other day uh, without a mask. Uh, feels great. Feels freeing. Remember the, uh, the night my son was conceived. <laughs> you know, afterwards you leave, kind of the same thing. You're like, that was, a, that was a bad idea. I could have caught something. <laughs> oh, I'm adding that. <laughs> Same reaction when you leave. <laughs> Same reaction uh, uh, afterwards, too. Like, maybe I should have wore one. Maybe I should have worn one. Probably cause some. All right, that could work. I'm going to try that on a show. Feels great being inside without a mask. Same feeling I had the night when my son was conceived. Same reaction afterwards, too. Like, uh, maybe I should have worn one. <laughs> Probably caught some. Right? That's comedy, baby. People are listening like, you are, you're horrible. You're the worst comedian ever. I'm like... Yeah, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Um, I did realize, though, today that maybe they should require a mask mandate in some areas, like the bathroom. <laughs> I was taking a shit without the mask. I was like, oh, this, 
it smells a little different. I forgot that when you're lined up next to five other people shitting, it smells horrible, you know? Um, being on a diet is like being with someone sober. It's boring. Eating whatever is like being with a chick that parties with you. You're always having fun in the moment, but afterwards you always feel horrible. Like, why did I do that? I'm on the diet and uh, I'm cheating every day. (laughs) I am not having a good relationship with the diet right now. I'm being a horrible diet boyfriend, but uh, it is boring. I think that's my biggest hung up, hang up, hung up, hang up guy. Hang up the podcast. This is horrible. (laughs) Inner thoughts, they're demons. But, um, God, being off the diet, it's, oof, it's a party. Fat guys always get complained about a diet. Come on, you knew that was coming. By the way, more veins popping on the head. That's kind of cool. Starting to feel like uh, Vin Diesel. Someone called me moron the other day, and I said, it's moran. That's how you can always, with if you get dissed, and you take it, like, serious, it kind of throws them off a little bit, you know? I was always amazed with dirty, unkept houses. You know, remember that? You drive by, like, a really dirty house is, like, the plants are overgrown. You're like, you know, who lives there? A serial killer? It'd freak you out as a kid. You, you walk across the street, not to walk in front of the house. And then you become an adult, and you realize how hard life is and how pain in the ass to fucking clean and cook. You're like, okay, I get the guy that lives in that house. He's busy. He likes the recliner. I get it. I uh, wish I had imposter syndrome, uh, but I like myself too much. I've been... Uh, well, I wasn't, but I was like thinking, like, should I be worried? Because I was hanging out with this comedian that steals jokes. And I was like, should I be worried about my set? And then I realized it will be really obvious if this guy steals my jokes because he's black. And all my jokes have to do with being a fat white guy and being married to the Latino. <laughs> he's just up there like, yeah, it's ought to be, ought to be a chubby guy. Like, with double chins, he's skinny. You know what I mean? So... But it just, ugh, it sucks. It sucks. Uh, it sucks because you can't, you can't believe anything those those people say. You know, oh my god, this guy. You know, and you, you're you're hanging out because you're put on a show, right? That happens as a comedian. If you don't know, grandma, if you don't know, you're put on a show with a joke thief, and everyone knows he's a joke thief, and he's out there trying to take pictures you know, with everyone, and I'm, like, hiding, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to be associated with them, but you're on the show, but people don't know it, you know? So, um, it's funny, because I was on the show with the guy, and I'm, like, I'm like hiding from the camera. I'm, like, no, don't, no pictures, please. No pictures. Um, do you ever check your Venmo account and hope money will just be there? <laughs> Poor... <laughs> Girl Scout cookies are back, which means I'm back using the excuse that I'm helping kids by eating three boxes 
of the peanut butter. I was sick of putting a puzzle together the other day, so I just drove to Home Depot and hired people to finish it. Diggers is a restaurant in, in my city. It's a great breakfast restaurant. The name, a little sketchy, especially when your nine-year-old's in the car with the windows down, yelling, diggers, diggers, diggers. I really love diggers, 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 diggers. Really embarrassing when there's a black family in the car next to you. <laughs> You're saying with a D, I swear. I gotta tell my kid, let's just call it D's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, that name is... You slur a little bit saying that, and you're, you're you're getting beaten up. You're canceled. It's a tricky word. I don't even really want to tell that joke on stage or talk about that because it's 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 tricky, you know. By the way, I bought some kosher hot dogs, Hebrew nationals. Kosher dogs means like a priest or a rabbi bless the dogs. So do they just have the dogs in these giant, these hot dogs in the giant cauldrons and like there's a rabbi like throwing water and I mean, how do they bless every fucking dog? I don't, I don't get it. I don't, maybe that's why I'm not Jewish. I don't know. Guys, I think it's time. Just let's get the sponsor out of the way real quick. Silvertongueaudio.org. Go there. Check out my podcast, Midnight in the Bay podcast. All free downloads right there at silvertongueaudio.org. Also check out Days Undisturbed, great podcast, Guy Shines Light on Dark Subjects with the help of Mary Jane. It's beautiful. Check it out. And also check out the NPC podcast, non-player character podcast. It's a video game podcast. Multiple people are on the podcast. They have fun. They joke around. They're in the industry. They know what they're talking about. They're not just a big, fat, bald guy acting like he knows what he's talking about. It's fun. NPC podcasts, all free podcasts. That's what this website's about. Giving you free content at silvertongueaudio.org. That is time for the news of the week. And we're going gross, Grandma. Full gross. Sleeping with the enemy. Russian troops trying to pick up Ukrainian women on Tinder. These guys are invading a country and also trying to go on dates with the women. Like, how smart are these guys? Hey, I know I just shot your mom and dad, but you want to go on a date? Russians, you know what I mean? Like, crazy. I, I, I feel bad for women in general, but I really feel bad for the Ukrainian women. But you know what? Use it for your advantage. Use the Tinder date. Lure them in and then cut their fucking throat off. Couple of Russians dead. You're hailed as a hero. You don't have to work the rest of your life. You open up a bagel shop in Ukraine, bada bing, bada boom. You're in business. That's a freaking movie, too, by the way. Sign me, Hollywood. I'm not taken. Before we get dirty, that's a dirty one. Photo shores shows four immigrants stuffed in a toolbox at a Texas border. These guys were sneaking into our country from Mexico. And let me tell you, if I'm on the border patrol and I see these guys stuffed in that, look at that. If I see them stuffed, you know what I'm doing? I'm saying, uh, you guys really stuffed yourself in there to come over the border? How's it feel in there? 
Is that shit and piss? Yeah, see. You guys deserve to be in this country for what you sacrificed. That is crazy. That is, wow. You really want to be in this country, don't you? Well, you know what? Come on in. That's a hell of an effort. That's a, you know, that's what I would do. That's a, look at this. That's hard. You think, you think some white Gen X kids would do this? No, they'd be crying. They'd be tweeting about it. They would have jumped out already. These guys are obviously in a situation they don't want to be in, a.k.a. being in a country that doesn't care about you. My heart goes out to these people. Probably related to my wife. Now it's time to get nasty, Grandma. FDA authorizes first condoms specifically marketed for anal sex. In 2022, the anal condom just came out. You know, a fucking mom came out with that one beanie for your weenie. Here you go, hon. I packed it with your lunch. Anal condoms. Huh. Interesting. Is it just a condom? That's what you just use, you know? Is this a different kind of condom? Intended for anal sex to help reduce transmission of sexual... It wasn't AIDS in the 80s, and it's 2022, and they're just coming out with the anal uh, condom? Unprotected intercourse carries the greatest sexual exposure risk of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HIV, we knew that in the 80s. And you guys are just coming out with it. Huh. Third and approved condoms, specifically indicated for anal intercourse. This is how much they care about the gay community, by the way, too. They're just coming out with the anal condom. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my God. Very cool. Uh, they almost look like... Uh, the coffee pods, you know what I mean, for the Keurig. <laughs> I need to get some of these for the wife and I. Hey, hey, spice it up, you know. She's gonna be like, "Well, I'm, I'm putting on a duel and putting your ass." I know, you know. She's like, "I go for it." I already know it, um, but we'll try it. Fuck it. Um, one male condom is actually rubber latex. This is, this is just a condom. Everything it's talking about. I don't. I'm blown away that these just came out now, though. Oh, participants. Yeah, 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 yeah. The safety and efficiency of the one male condom was studied in a clinical trial compressed to 252 men who have had sex with men and 252 men that have had sex with women. And uh, where are these trials? <laughs> I want to get paid. Hey, did you try that condom with your wife? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me tell you, my ass is killing me. <laughs> she tried it on you? Ah. <laughs> Wow, these where they are these like Craigslist trials? Like when they find hey, uh, I see you sitting there on the couch, uh, make money with these condoms. Um, you don't see condom ads on gay social media, for example. So this was incentivized as a part of a part of the conversation, and it's not just gay men. It's not the heterosexuals doing gay anal sex are unaware the condom exists. This it's just condom guy. It's just a condom. It's like, you know what this reminds me of? This is just a condom. It reminds me of, have you seen that fucking water? It's called uh, liquid death. I got some. It's just water. I thought I had alcohol on it. But it's just water. It just tastes like water. Nothing special about it. But since it's got a cool can, everyone's drinking it. That's these. These are fucking, look how dope these covers are. I want to get some. I'm going to tell my wife to order some. 
Um, these are going to sell like hotcakes. If you have a nice, how do you pick a movie? It's got a cool cover, right? And then you click on it and you're like, oh, I've never heard of these people, right? Music. You, you go on new music, cool cover. Comedy. Hey, cool fat guy. Let's, he looks like a penis. Let's click on it, right? Marketing, baby. I'm a madman. <laughs> oh, but now we get really sick. Bills, bees ejaculate themselves to death when it gets too hot. Yeah, I don't blame you, guy. I don't fucking blame you. These guys have no air conditioning, right? Uh, they're stuck outside. It's like, uh, that's me when I'm sick. You know what I mean? You're stuck at home. There's Kleenexes all around. Your mom's like, oh, my God, you're really sick. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. You're just in horrible pain because you have the flu and you want to make yourself feel better. That's what these guys are doing. I think it's kind of gross that they're showing the ejaculation happening. Look at this guy. He's picking up the bee. Hey, look at it. He's, he just ejaculated. Like, poor fucking bee. Put it down. And all these people, I mean, I guess people love animals so much that they watch them ejaculate. They study everything. It's very um, weird. <laughs> What an unhappy ending. <laughs> Thought sweating on a hot day was uncomfortable. During an intense Canadian heat wave, male honeybees literally ejaculate themselves to death in an apocalyptic love explosion, according to Bombshell Study Report by scientists at University of British Columbia in Canada. These guys are getting stoned. These guys are taking mushrooms and acid. You don't do these kind of work. Just out of the blue. Hey, what do you want to do for a living? I want to watch bees ejaculate. You know what I mean? This is odd. These guys are out of their mind. Up in Canada. Look, at they got the bees lined up. Poor bastards. Are you paying these bees to take their ejaculations? Oh, they're dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, R.A.P. Well, those are huge fucking bees, by the way. Jeez. Unless they're really zoomed in, those are... I don't want that bee ejaculated on me. Oh, man. Yeah, tough life. Yeah, that's that's what I look like when I ejaculate. Tell you that. All right, enough with the bees. Man hospitalized after shoving a double A battery into his penis. That's a big bullet. I mean, that's a big battery. That's a big. Looks like a bullet. That's a big, and an Iranian man was forced into the emergency room after shoving an A battery down his penis in a grotesque stunt worthy oh, of the new Discovery series, This Came Out of Me. So this guy did it as a stunt. The fiasco came to light after the unnamed 49-year-old man, that's nice they didn't name him, that's, you know, reported in a hospital and blah, blah, blah where he informed doctors that he had a charging device lodged in his general organs. Okay, so these guys are just in the hospital waiting for people to bring in freaky things. I got to watch the show. Wow, this guy, uh, during a follow-up visit, patient uh, complained of a resurgence. Okay, so this guy had it up there for a while. I mean, how do you... I don't know if you've ever seen a pee hole on a penis, but it's pretty fucking small. How are you? This isn't the first time a patient has reported to the hospital unlikely 
item in their wheelie, wee wee wheelie, wheelie. Earlier this month, a 37-year-old virgin virgin got six feet of string lodged in his penis during a botch attempt at sexual gratification. Oh, we got to click on this. 37-year-old virgin gets a six-foot string stuck in penis during botched sex game. Bro, just have sex. When you're putting rope up your dick, I think it's time to settle down. I think when you're putting a battery up your dick, what? I think it's time to find a girlfriend. A 37-year-old virgin made the world wince after getting six feet of string launched his penis during a botched attempt at sexual gratification. If you have to put rope in your penis to come, there's something. I think you've watched too much porn. I think it's time to go back to the Disney Channel Get a flip phone. I think you have a porn problem. You know? This is, I think, maybe the Bible is a good book for you. You know, the patient was diagnosed with urinary bladder foreign body. Oh my God, they're making up stuff. Those, guys, I mean, that's that's bad when you do something. They got to make up a term. They're coming up with a term. This is a, uh, a urinary bladder foreign body. You know what I mean? Um, which is considered an unmarried Indonesian man who had never had sexual intercourse and lived with his mother. Fuck, if I go live with my mom till I was 37, I might put a string on my dick, too. I cannot get it, you know? <laughs> wow, this is heavy duty. This is, looks like a Comcast cable rope. Holy shit. Uh, after learning of the situation, medics attempted to dislodge the string via bladder using a catheter to flush the urine pouch, but weren't, were unsuccessful. So how do they get it out? We got to find out. I know you're holding on. Um, the pleasure, the, 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 the medics claim that the, okay, so medic, it is unclear why some, oh, no, 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 we don't care. We know why people do it. They're nuts. Uh, doctors decided to get a closer look at the, uh, object by inserting a camera in the platter, and they're like, "Oh my god, look at this idiot! Let's can let's film this." And the skin showed a black bundle and a uh, string. Okay, yeah, yeah. They use forceps of like uh, this is I can't even read it anymore. Following the surgery, the man was kept under observation for two days. Yeah, I would have been gone. <laughs> what happened? My penis it looks flayed. You know? Oh my god, I I can't. I'm done. This is I could be able to look at my. Uh, my dick for you know a couple hours but Sarah's crazy well what my mom said and she's gonna be proud I said it twice you can be grateful you can be grateful that your dick is still attached and you're not to the point where you're shoving objects in it right sometimes we think we have mental health issues no you're just depressed because there's a pandemic maybe you're not at a job you like and it's alright to be a little sad you listen to this podcast you listen to comedy a little music you don't shove things up your urethas, all right? And I feel like a lot of us, we're not at that point. We're not going to be at that point, and you got to be grateful for that. That's the podcast. That's Midnight in the Bay. I hope you uh, have fun. <laughs> Adios. Silver Tongue Audio.